What is going on, guys? You're listening to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. I am your host, Jarrell. Thank you so much for checking it out. I would love to get your feedback on the show, so definitely reach out to me on all social media platforms. It's the same, at Jarrell GME. Tweet me, DM me, comment, let me know what you think. Or if you want to be on the show, hey, let me know. I would love to have you. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. Previously on the Good Men Exist podcast. Season two. And right outside the the window, it was a very long, horizontal, almost panoramic view of this lake with a nice tree line. Everything was great. It's a place that you would definitely want to be during a sunset. Outside of this panoramic view, they had outdoor seating and then they had these. um, I don't even know what you would call these. So it was if you think about a dock or a pier, they had these rocking chairs. They were picnic tables but they were plastic and you could kind of, they, they will move so you could rock in them. And underneath your feet, there was water. So you could just sit there. It was shaded at the umbrella or, or something above. So where the sun wasn't directly on you and you can sit there almost right on the water with the water right underneath you, have a few drinks and just enjoy the bliss of the nature surrounding you. And everything seemed so perfect. And I knew that I wanted her. At that time, I felt like I could not wait any longer. I had to have her. I can't even blame him. But I'm back around the way. You know I've been waiting for so long. Surprise, you're still talking to the same dudes. Nobody's last named you right now. I guess I can't blame you. But I'm just trying to change your mind now Somebody should have claimed you Somebody should have claimed you right now But before I dive in to the next segment of the story I almost forgot to close a chapter So before what I'm going to talk about happened there was another part to the story that I have to tell. So a few months after I completed the move, money bags hit me up. So she was talking about, you know, this and that, nothing terribly important. So at a certain point, she tells me she bought a new house. She had moved. And if I was ever in the area, I should come through. She'll give me a tour of the house and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. So on a weekend, I was going to see Tasha You know, I told her, I said, hey, I'll be in the area. Maybe I can swing through on some quick stuff and you can show me a new spot. So she said, all right, cool. I'll get us lunch. Said she was getting Jamaican food. So I was like, all right, I'll be there around this time. And that was that. So I show up to Tasha's house. We exchange pleasantries. She shows me around her new house and tells me how much she loves her new job. And, you know, everything was cool. We go back up to her kitchen and we start eating. So we're kind of just talking, catching up and whatnot. And somehow... We got on the conversation of the past and by past, I mean, when her and I first met and I'm not really sure what led her to say this, but she apologized for saying what she said about, you know, if you don't have any money then you shouldn't even be at the table, that whole thing. And she was like, I was essentially full of myself then. I didn't realize the true value of a person and I was more focused on the money than anything else. And I said, I am sorry for bringing you in to everything. I'm sorry for how things began and how things ended. And so it actually ended up turning into a quick little apology session. 
And that was it. She apologized for what she said. I apologize for everything that had transpired. And that was it. We ended the conversation there and I went about my way on to see Tasha. And that was it. That was the last time we ever spoke or text or emailed or anything. So I think that was a nice bit of closure for, for both of us, I think. And we still follow each other on Instagram, but that's about it. And, you know, she has a family of her own now. She seems very happy and uh, and I couldn't be happier for her. So throughout the whole episode, she's been known as Moneybags. And although she actually deals with finances in her job, she no longer deserves that title. And so she shall be given an alter ego name like everyone else in the story outside of Skechers. Because Skechers is not meant to be derogatory. Moneybags was, to be fair, kind of sort of meant to be derogatory. So in closing the chapter of Moneybags, she is no longer Moneybags. She is just a perfectly fine woman known as Ariana. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. So we met up on a Monday. As I mentioned, we're at this lakeside restaurant around the lunch hour. She is looking lovely as usual. We're enjoying the food. We're enjoying the drinks. We're enjoying the water. We always had a certain level of connection, but today it seemed elevated even more. And we eventually left the lakeside restaurant and we were getting ready to go our separate ways. And I remember she had to stop somewhere or I had to stop somewhere. Somebody had to stop somewhere for something. And so we're in the car and we're talking. Eye contact was crazy. She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. She's looking great. I'm looking handsome. I just say it. I say, listen, I want you and I want you exclusively. I don't want anyone else to have you. I just want you to be mine. And she kind of, you know, sat there, thought about it, had a little bit of a smile on her face. She said, okay. And that is the day that we were unofficially official, I guess is the best way to explain that. Unofficially official. And we gave each other a hug and kiss and we departed. I went home, she went home. Now, because there is a new level of expectation that came with this title that then entitled her to be much more inquisitive about the living situation and everything that encompassed it. So whereas occasionally before we were unofficially official, her inquiries about it would be spacey. She would ask, but it wouldn't be a regularity. Now it became a regularity and in many cases, rightfully so. Now, it wasn't every day, it wasn't every week, but it was definitely, at the very least, every other month. To her credit, she was very patient, even though I didn't have a plan. I initially did come up with, like, maybe October of that year would be an option, you know, but maybe after looking at some numbers, things of that nature, I decided that it wasn't a, an option. It was an unrealistic goal, but it was a goal. Again, while, while it bothered her, I did my best to try to come up with something that would be plausible, something that would ease her mind some. And as I continue to brainstorm different things, it would be enough to at least allow her to say, all right, well, we'll see. Very patient, but also very diligent in her wanting to know. So now, August of that year, we're unofficially official. It turns out that we're on the verge of something. In November, there are two, well, one not so major. There is one little thing and then one semi big thing that was supposed to happen. 
the first thing was my birthday it's in november coming up here very shortly if not this week i pre-record these so i don't know the exact date that i release them but be that as it may it's probably this week and in that year it was fast approaching as well now again i'm not a huge birthday celebrator person i'm just here it's whatever right so she says no i want to do something for you like it's your birthday you should you should be you know excited you should be happy i want to celebrate you and i guess i had never had it spoken to me in that manner before but like celebrate me me for what like i'm nothing special but in her eyes i was so for a lot of the time i tried to push against it i was like nah it's cool we don't have to do anything like i'm not even tripping about it it's fine and despite my efforts to shun her from planning anything for my birthday she persevered she is very very again just like her asking the questions diligently about the situation she's very diligent in in, in many other aspects of her life so she was entirely set on doing something for my birthday right so she tells me to meet her in an entirely different state that i lived in now granted it wasn't far but i mean she had something planned so it was it was whatever i was like all right fine she has me come to this hotel i see some of the things like she has a cake out and she has these robes on the bed my dumb ass was like what are these for and she was like we're going to uh a day spa and i was like a day spa at least i think that's what she said or that's what it's called i don't know what it's really called but i'm gonna call it a day spa right so she said we're going to a day spa and i was like oh shit we're getting massages she was like no that was too expensive <laughs> but we are going to a day spa and they have like different things that you can do there i was like oh, okay you know i've never been so uh i was excited you know so we we drive over there we get some drinks before pregame and we go to this place i'm sh and I, i'm probably saying this and people know exactly you know what it is and they're not really marveling at them because it's the norm for you for me i didn't even know no shit like this existed again i'm from the country like our day spa was you know a lake or a pond somewhere so seeing this was like wow no one had taken the time to really plan anything like this for me before like it was you know like previous women had got a cake a few balloons maybe decorated a kitchen or something like that but but to me this was extravagant even if it isn't in some of y'all's eyes i was like yo this is legit so we go in you know you gotta like take your shoes off and just have a like i had shorts on like bathing uh bathing swim swim trunks damn that's what it is she had on a bathing suit or i don't know what the shit is called she had swimwear on i had swimwear on and there was levels to this shit quite literally so on so on one level you had you know different uh sauna type things or you know heated rooms where it would be you know rocks and it'd be real hot in there i know i sound like i ain't never been nowhere y'all but i just don't know what this shit is called but it was like it was rock it was rock rooms you could go in and just be hot and there was like six of them and, and each room had its own little description of what it was supposed to do the longer you lay in there and i was like wow this is crazy right and then the next level it was heated but it was just a swimming pool 
And then the next level was like a little garden and it had, you know, like individual jacuzzi type setups, like little small ones. Then the next level was overlooking the city and it was a bunch of, it was like one big jacuzzi and they had all different kinds of jets, like ones you stand on, ones you sit in, ones you lay in. And I was like, wow, this is insane to me. And why would a woman ever think this much of me? To, to go through the trouble to plan all this stuff. And maybe it was just because I, I had never had it before. You know, it had always just been, you know, small appreciations or maybe the other woman just was like, all right, cool. He didn't want to do anything. So I'll just keep it really small. But I, I said the same thing that I've always saying yet she went out of her way, did this. And I was like, wow, like she, she cares for real. And, and I mentioned the robe. So let me go back to the robes. So my initials are in the robe, y'all. What? I know this shit seems small, but it's the small things that really crack me up, man. I just be like, oh my gosh, my initials are in the road. This shit must have been expensive again, because if y'all don't know by now, that's how my mind work with the money. But I was like, oh my gosh, this is expensive. It cut like realistically, she could have sewn that shit in herself. And I still would have been like, this is expensive. I was just so blown away by her planning this for me. So anyway, we get back to the hotel. We wash up and stuff. We just have a good night. Have a great night. We connect on many levels it's a really a good time i was super appreciative of it at the time because a lot of shit goes over my head and i don't know if she did that for all her other dudes but for for me it felt special again because no one had gone to that level before i always felt like i was the one to to go to a nice level for someone so naturally me me seeing that she cared was was very was nice it was nice to know that she did so now fast forward to the very next event of November. You all already know what it is. Thanksgiving. At this point, I had I had told my dad about her. I remember the conversation. I was driving home one day. I was talking to him. I was like, dad, yeah, her name's Tasha. We initially, we started talking about this, blah, 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 giving him the whole spiel. And I said something to my dad that I never have ever said to him, ever in life. Never crossed my mind. I was talking to him and I said, dad. I think I could marry her. I don't remember what he said. I think I was also partly in shock that I would say something like that in, in the beginning. But I did. And that's not something that my dad has ever heard me say. And, and so maybe he didn't say anything. Maybe he was also a little bit in shock. But anyway, that's that's what I felt at the time. I felt like, wow, this could this could really be going somewhere. I want you to meet her. So that year, my dad, you know, has a little, you know, shindig. Typically, he always likes to go big for Thanksgiving, have a ton of people over, cook a lot of food that he always gives away anyway. But I, I wanted him to meet Dasha. We go there. We have a good time. We eat well. He meets her. You know, after we kind of get some time to ourselves, he's like, you know, I think so. My dad, my dad is probably where I, I don't get a ton of my emotions from. So, like, this is what my dad tells me. And then I'll translate for you in normal emotional person terms so we kind of get to ourselves and he says yeah man i i think this is more your speed they go what so yeah they i think this is more your speed you know this is i think this is all right for you now emotionally this is what my dad was trying to say hey you know what i know i don't really know her but she seemed like she has her head on straight she seemed like a very nice young lady i like y'all two together i feel like this can be something dad what why couldn't you just say that? I got to sit here and Da Vinci code the shit to figure out what you trying to say. 
But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. But at a point in time, he told me, he said, but listen, you're going to have to make a decision. You can't can't drag this out. She's been patient. It won't be easy. But eventually you're going to have to do something about this other situation. And I say, yeah, I know I need to. I got to. So needless to say, we had a great time at Thanksgiving. So naturally, you know what the next thing to come in that year is Christmas. But before we get to Christmas, let me tell you how I was blown away again. For many of you who don't know. So there's like maybe two to three people in the world that know this. You'll probably understand this when you put two and two together. But one of my top five movies, at least rom-coms, if you will, is Hitch. First of all, I'm a very big Will Smith fan, but I like the concept of Hitch. A guy who genuinely wants to help other people fall in love. The dopest shit ever to me. And he's funny. Like, it was perfect, right? So anyway, there's a scene in Hitch where him and uh, his love interest, Mila, one of the dates that they go out on is, is a, a date where they cook their own food. And I was like, oh my gosh, this will be crazy. So leave it up to Tasha. She plans a date where we go to a cooking class and cook our own food. Let me tell you something. I was not happy about it. I was not happy about it at all. I'm going to tell you why. I didn't think of it first. That's why I was mad. I was like, how did you manage to come up with this? This should have been some shit that I thought of first. To this day, I still wish that I would have thought of that first. The point is, she did it as mad as I was that I didn't think of it first. We had an excellent time. As always, there was never a time that we went out where we didn't have a great time but now that brings me back to december typically my family at least on my mom's side we get together every christmas for family get together exchange presents this may be the first year that we haven't done it in since i can remember so now my dad knows about her and my dad's side of the family knows about her and, and they've met her we have my mom's side my mom is how can i put this i don't know how to put it but my mom I feel like most moms, while there are women out there, they're quote unquote good enough for her son. You have to be pretty outstanding to to please her in that area. There was also something about the situation that I knew my mom wouldn't particularly be fond of. So I had a decision to make. Do I or don't I bring her to Christmas? Keep in mind, just last year, Shannon was at Christmas. So I didn't want to have two different women in back to back Christmases. Didn't even want those problems. So I skipped Christmas with Tasha. Didn't invite her. She didn't come. But because I skipped out on Thanksgiving with Shannon, not going to lie to you, I felt bad about it. And to kind of keep with the same, I guess, what everyone was used to, Shannon came to my mom's side of Christmas. Mom really liked Shannon. I don't know that I know for sure why. She's never told me why. But she's always just really liked Shannon. So that made it easy. And that's what I went with. And then after that was New Year's. Skip New Year's with Tasha. She was a fan of New Year's, wanted to spend New Year's together, but that was a no go. So now you have January. There's a small big event in January, nothing to do with the actual holiday. It was Tasha's birthday. And after the splendid things that she did for me on my birthday, I knew that I had to come big for hers. I knew that it had to be something that I had never done for anyone before. Not necessarily because we were, you know, doing tick for tat. No, it's just because what I felt like she deserved. So in January of that year, I went all out. 
All right, everyone, please stay tuned to see what I did in January of that year. It was something I had never done before, and it was very, very much appreciated on her end. But we'll get into that on the next episode. If you are enjoying season two, definitely tell a friend, tell a family member about it. If you really enjoying it, please rate it on Apple Podcasts. We are coming down to the last few episodes of this story. So definitely stick around. I appreciate each and every one of you. As usual, I hope all of you are doing well. And as always, be great people.